Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Friday morning. I hope everybody slept well last night. And uh, it's hard to believe that the week from today is Christmas Eve. It don't seem possible that it's right here upon us. And uh, hopefully you got all your Christmas shopping done. We still have a few more things to tidy up on. But uh, for the most part, I think we've made a, at least a good swing at it anyway. And uh, so, but I tell you, it just amazes me how fast time flies by it just don't seem possible it just like the the years just seem like days uh you know it's like when we were kids it seemed like it took forever for christmas to get here and now i feel like we blink and christmas is here again so uh i feel like you just get done buying and have trying to buy again it's so stressful you know you're always worried about uh if the other person's going to like what you've bought them and it's just uh it's uh, it shouldn't be that shouldn't be that way you know but it can be so stressful and agonizing trying to figure out what to get people and uh, particularly my mom and dad i tell you what my dad he uh if he wants something he just buys it and so it's hard to uh, figure out what to uh, get him for christmas each year it's really really tough uh, but um and anyway and hopefully everybody's looking forward to it and getting to spend time with family and friends so who all we got watching this morning? We got Miss Kimberly Hart, Amy Oaks Turner, Tracy Little, Jennifer Honeycutt, Mike Hensley, Brandy Boyd Young. So appreciate you all for tuning in this morning. Let's go ahead, if we at this time, do our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, praise the Lord for being able to uh, say that wonderful passage. You know, I just realized on my shirt it says Son of A. <laughs> if you haven't seen Elf, my shirt says Son of a Nutcracker. So uh, <laughs> I might need to clarify what's on my T-shirt. I just now looked down on the video monitor and saw what it, uh, <laughs> you'll see that top part there. So maybe you're thinking, man, why has that preacher got a, a vile shirt on? It's not... Uh, not what you think it is all right oh goodness but anyway you know guys um our country is founded on freedoms liberty you know it is uh you can't help but think you know every time i think about the the uh, boston tea party there's a disney uh, i think it was disney i want to say disney movie about the boston tea party i watched when i was a kid and uh the the realism is you know of course is a disney movie you know you get uh was it but for me, it was very dramatic to see that happen. And uh, I'll never forget, it showed one scene where a guy, uh, he fell into a, a, a vat of um, molten uh, uh, metal or something where he was making uh, like bells or something like that. And he, and he was, uh, and his hand was like frozen permanently like that. Of course, we all know if that really happened, his hand would have been burnt off. But, you know. <laughs> for for uh for hollywood's for kids sake he had a uh metal metal hand there but uh you know but it, the reality is uh you know taxation without representation that we will not be ruled or controlled uh it, it amazes me those who want to rewrite history and say that we did not come here or our ancestors rather didn't come here because of uh, religious freedom you know, we are not a theocracy. We're allowed here to, to worship however we want to, and that's the point. You know, England mandated and forced people to believe in the Church of England. They they were not allowed uh, to worship how they wanted to. In fact, uh, the Bibles uh, were in Latin, where most people didn't 
read or understand Latin and withheld much from uh, the public and only the priests were allowed to read from. And that's why you see people like uh, 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 John Bunyan and uh, uh, so many others uh, out there uh, who had to, who endured great scrutiny uh, out there in regards to uh, spreading God's word. Uh, they uh, were imprisoned. They were burned. In fact, read Fox's Book of Martyrs. You can see just because they were trying to share the gospel, what they had to endure. And not all, not everybody come here to America first. Some I've even read, I think I want to say Sweden uh, is where it was at. But uh, um, it is, uh, but they endured persecution there. And of course, they, many come back over and come to uh, America. But it amazed me how they want to say that we were founded by Islamic rule and it's just some of the nutty, idiotic, liberal ideology out there uh, that uh, that happened. Uh, I just want to look at something here. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, there's just been a rewrite of history of uh, uh, of our nation. Our kids don't know or understand where we come from and uh, why uh, we endure so much. I just wanted to make sure I told you right on something that I did. Anyway, um, they don't understand it. They don't. They have no clue because they've been uh, taught and, and raised in liberal propaganda. And uh, we should have the freedom here. You know, it amazes me. You know, I uh, we had to go to take Brandon to the doctor today and. I just had a belly full of the mask thing. I feel like it's very ill-effective. I mean, it's to me, it's minimal. I mean, unless you're wearing a 3M mask, your uh, little flowered uh, <laughs> embroidered mask, I don't think, does a whole lot. That's my personal opinion. You disagree with that? That's fine. I'm not, I'm not making fun of you if, you, you, you know, if you're wearing a mask. That's not where I'm getting at. My point is... You know, here you got people out there who want to kill babies and say it's your body, your choice. But yet, they're the same people who will say you have to wear a mask. You know, and I've just, I've just had, I've just, I've done. You know, guys, I'm just, I'm just really just over it. it. To me, it's gone beyond safety. You know, in the beginning, yeah, you know, we didn't know what was going on, and and I don't regret a thing in regards to how we handle things at church. Uh, in the mask, I don't regret any of that. I think we've done what we were supposed to do at the time with what knowledge that we had. But now I think it's gone beyond that. It's just now this Omicron thing. It's all you hear about. And they said it's not even as, you know, no worse than a cold. And in fact, they're already starting to come out now that they're saying the shots may not be as even effective as they originally thought. And it may just kind of be like the flu. And this may be something that people are just going to have to deal with uh, year after year, kind of like the flu. And, uh, and, and the, you know, of course, Biden, they, you know, the liberals, they, they blame everything and everybody. But instead of taking responsibility for what they're doing, of course, they want to blame uh, COVID for everything, you know, whether it's the economy, jobs, whatever it may be. And yes, there, you know, there's some truth in the fact that it has affected jobs. But the fact the economy, as bad as it is, instead of taking responsibility for what they've done, they want to blame COVID. And they want to mandate. They want to, uh, and that's not taking a man out on a date either, that uh, they want to force you to get a shot, force you to get a mask. Listen, I don't get, I've told you all this before. I don't give a rat's derriere whether you wear a mask or get the shots. I got the stupid shots. In fact, this last, this booster I got, uh, I've been sick ever since. And, uh, I, and I wouldn't have got them. I'll be honest with you. I did not want to get them. And, but I have a lot of upper respiratory problems and I stay sick a lot. And, you know, I'd rather 
take my chances with a shot and suffocate because I know what it's like to have to go into an oxygen tent. I know what it's like to not be able to breathe. So I, I did, I, so, but it was my choice. And that's what it should be. It should be your choice to wear a mask. It should be your choice whether you want to get a shot or not. And I don't like this, this, this dictatorship, totalitarian type of thinking that uh, we should be forced to do something. That is not liberty. That is not freedom. And uh, guys and gals, I, you know, I tell you what, I don't know what it's going to take. But at some point, we may have to start pushing back and saying, uh, no. And I think some people are. You see in New York City and all some of these places, restaurants, places said, no, we're not forcing people to wear a mask anymore. So a few people are starting to wake up a little bit. And I'm seeing, starting to see some of these liberals to eat their own. But uh, I don't know, my friends. It's uh, getting a little heinous out there, that's for sure. But hello, Kylie Hensley. Appreciate you turn, tuning in. All right, let's go and look at our verse of discussion this morning. We'll look at 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 17. For we are not as many which, well, I'll tell you what, that's the, the King James. Uh, let me read, I like, I like the English Standard Version just because it's easier to understand. But let me read what, King, uh, what the English Standard Version says. For we are not, like so many, peddlers of God's word, but as men of sincerity, as commissioned by God in the sight of God, we speak in Christ. All right, not too much different. But, uh, you know, when you look at this passage, and if you have your Bibles handy, and, and you're may hopefully you're looking this up, or maybe... Write it down, look it up later. But above that, in verse 16, it talks about to the fragrance from life to life. Now, I want to look at this in, in two parts here to a certain extent. And this might be something I might get into more detail in Sunday evening. Uh, thinking about it, it seemed like it's kind of uh, spoke to me a little bit this morning in regards to what to talk about Sunday evening. But anyway, you know, we look at that, 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 uh, that you know, that, that sweet smelling aroma, that fragrance, if you will, is, you know, you look at how God uses us in, in uh, demonstrating Christ to other people. You know, when you look at how we influence other people's lives, uh, everybody that we come in contact with, whether believers or unbelievers, uh, whether we intend to or not, we are influencing others. Uh, people know if you're saved. People know if you're a Christian. You you could go into a room and never say a word, and people will know if you're saved or not just by your mannerisms, your actions. Hopefully, you know. Now, if you're going in and you're uh, right there with everybody else and and talking filthy and cursing every other breath, then you know they may think uh, they may not realize it. But hopefully, as a Christian, you're you are showing a attitude opposing to those things of the world that you're showing a there's something different about you kind of situation i told you all like when i was in the air force how the uh i thought i was going to get beat up i didn't know what was going on <laughs> they all you know i never ever told one person in there that I, my dad was a preacher or that i was a christian now, you really didn't have time to i mean is you know you you line up you shut up and you sit there or you stand there or you march here or you march there and you know there's not even when you uh hey they got when I eat, uh, time to go eat, uh, it is, uh, uh, when you go down the mess hall, they, I had literally had the guy stand over top of me and go, one, two, three, four, five, you're done eating, throw it away and go on. I mean, that's, you know, that's how it was. So I didn't look like I had time to talk to anybody. But one evening, uh, after lights out, uh, they, a bunch of them gathered together and said, come in here to the where the uh, shower and bathroom and such were at. Like I said, I didn't know what was going on. I was like, uh, what are they dragging me in here for? You know, you sit there thinking it's like a prison movie. They're going to beat, the, beat me up, you know. And he said, uh, we want you to pray 
uh, over us. We're missing our families. Where he uh, or and I was like, you know, even then I was like, why are you asking me? I, to this day, I think back. I thought that's just so weird, you know, uh, how they and they said, can you pray? over us and i've always said i always felt like there has always been a mark or an imprint upon me that god has made that people have seen and there's truth in that i think that every each and every person who comes to know jesus christ Lord and savior there has been a mark put upon their head that people can see but when i say it i have four uh moles you can't see it because of my beard that makes a cross and i've always said that uh you know if you connect the dots i have a cross on my face but in your day-to-day lives that aroma, uh, it you have an influence on other people. You may notice sometimes. Maybe somebody comes and asks you your advice, your opinion, and you're like, you know, well, wonder why they ask me that. You know, they see something in you. They see something different. Even though they're not saved, they may say, hey, uh, can you pray about this? Uh, you know, they might not even believe in, in God, and yet they may come up to you and say, can you pray for a family member of mine? You know, or uh, and it, it, they see something different. And so what a wonderful thing that is, that that aroma uh, that uh, that we have a sweet smelling aroma unto God that influences other people. So sometimes we got to be very careful what we say and what we do and how we react to situations because people are watching you. You know, you've always heard the old saying, "You you may be the only Bible some people ever read." So you need to be aware of that. It can if it's a lot of stress on you. It's it's a lot of. Uh, uh, to, to take on, to realize, man, you know, I don't know about you, because I'm thinking, man, if you're watching me, you're in deep trouble, you know, because I'm the worst, last person you need to be watching, because uh, I screw up constantly, uh, every single day, even this morning, I've done messed up this morning, and uh, just always one thing after another, but we look on here, in, in, in further in this passage of 17, it says, for we are not like so many peddlers of God's word, now, uh, when you look at that, it is, uh, you have people out there, and I may mention this before, in fact, I may have said this, talked about this a little bit yesterday, is pastors out there who want to omit anything that may hurt somebody's feelings or bring them under conviction or that is controversial in any way, shape, form, or fashion, they will omit that uh, so that they can have greater gains in regards to membership, finances, whatever it may be. That way, you're not, you're not hurting anybody. I don't know about you, and I'm not saying this to throw roses on my shoulder, but I don't care to put something on there. You know, I'll share articles from Ken Ham, uh, whether it's uh, um, uh, Franklin Graham, uh, whatever it is, or just a, a CNN article in regards to something, in regards to whether same-sex relationships or, or abortion or whatever it may be that I feel is contrary to the Word of God, something that needs to be shared, something that may be done. Just like this morning, uh, sharing uh, my political uh, commentary or rant, if you will, uh, on some things on the nation. But if you, at least on mine, I have several pastors on my my Facebook, and I don't see anybody. Like I said, I'm not saying that I'm better than them. I know stretch of imagination. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm not saying I'm better. I'm a better Christian than them. But if you notice, a lot of pastors refrain from that. And they'll even tell me, wow, I keep believing some of the stuff you put on Facebook. Now, that could be taken two ways. <laughs> you know, wow, what is wrong with you? <laughs> You know, because I could put some crazy things on there. But because uh, I like to joke and kid around. And some people are like, oh, my gosh, you know, <laughs> you know, I sometimes have to go back and explain, you know, 
but uh, but there's uh, the, on the flip side of that, I try to put things on there to that I know is not popular. I know that not everybody's going to like. I know a lot of people just scroll on because they don't want to read it. They don't want to think about it. And that's the problem. See, I love to see my church be one of the biggest churches in the area. Who wouldn't want to preach to a coliseum full of people like Billy Graham? I mean, as a pastor, that'd be incredible uh, to be able to reach that many people. But my goal is to see souls saved. It is quality over quantity. And that's what I want to make sure that I'm pushing out there, whether it's daily devotions, speaking at the church, that I'm giving you the absolute truth of the gospel, despite what society, culture may say, that I'm, I'm telling you exactly what needs to be heard. And it's not about tickling your ears, making you feel good. That's the exact problem. There's too many churches like that. And the fact that... Um, and we need to make sure that we're hearing words of conviction, of reflection, of realizing we need a Savior, that realizing that we are in need of spiritual growth, those things that we need to look at. Sometimes we have to hear hard truths that we don't want to hear. And that's what kind of what Paul's getting at here. And he says, for we are not like so many peddlers of God's word, but as men of sincerity commissioned by God in the sight of God, we speak in Christ. You know, there are those out there who are apostates. There are those out there who are false teachers. There are those out there who are Christian in name only. But as we see here that Paul's talking about that we are men of sincerity. My friends, that's what I'm getting at this morning. You need to be men and women of sincerity. Now, you can be sincere and you can be sincerely wrong. I've seen a lot of erroneous theological statements being thrown around out there. But and I'm not perfect. Now, like I said, I, you know, there's some things I've had to retract on. There's things I've had to explain. So I'm not, you know, I'm not saying everything I put out there is, is perfect. No, there's things I've had to, to fix. But the thing of it is, when we need to make sure that we are coming from a sincere heart, that we're demonstrating a love of Jesus Christ within us, and we're showing a God to an unbelieving world. And don't don't be a simple peddler and. Uh, uh, you know, well, I don't judge. I just love everybody kind of baloney. Well, that's great. You can still uh, love other people. Uh, that's, uh, I hope this is going out. I'm seeing here, it says live video interrupted. So I don't know what's going on with my internet this morning. Hopefully y'all can at least hear me. I don't know, it might be froze up on your end. I don't know if the audio is going out or what. But, uh, but anyway, make sure that, uh, you know, you, you don't want to be nasty. You don't want to be, beat people up with a family Bible. That's not the point. Or, uh, you know, you want to speak the truth in love. We want to be kind, but at the same time, make a firm stand in our convictions the things of Jesus Christ. I'm not saying, you know, you don't want to put stuff on there to, to, to purposely offend an unbelieving world. We want to do, you know, we want to draw people to the Lord, not repulse them from it. And we had to, that's why we have to study, show ourselves approved. That's why it's important that we study, we read, we understand what's going on in regards to questions others may have about the Bible, uh, that we can have a clear understanding of the text, of the gospel, so we can have spiritual growth. We, and, and again, it takes discernment as to what books to read. There's, still, there's a lot of liberal and New Age philosophies that has infiltrated the, the Christian community, so we have to be aware of that. But we have to study, we have to understand, so that we can uh, tell others about the love of Jesus Christ who may be uh, struggling or trying to understand things. And uh, it's sad that so many Christians uh, don't see that as a top priority. But my friends, you know, let's not be like those out there who are, are hearers of the word only, but let us be doers of the word. Let us demonstrate a, a loving spirit, a kind spirit. But at the same time, let us take a strong stand against those things that we know are wrong and those things that uh, uh, we know is uh, uh, not pleasing unto the Lord. Uh, the world's going to continue to get worse and evil and more corrupt. 
but we need to take a strong stand against those things we know is wrong and quit uh, giving a pass and quit patting people on the head and justifying their sins and make them think everything's just going to be hunky-dory and everything's going to be okay. You're doing nobody any uh, uh, service at all by doing that. Just like, you know, the illustration I told you all the other day of, you know, it'd be like the doctor who uh, has a cancer patient and just hugged them and said, oh, you're going to be just fine and never do another thing. Well, you know, they need treatment. They need medication. They need radiation. They need, you know, to save their lives. And they may have to go through painful ordeals in order for them to spare their lives. And by patting them on the head and say, oh, no big deal and go on, well, that person's going to die. Well, when we pat people on the head and say, oh, it's no big deal, they're going to spend an eternity in hell and then that's on you so my friends we've got to start standing up and start speaking the truth start speaking loud and clear that's why we got to study because there's too many uh you know straw man arguments there's too many uh circular reasoning with among the christian community i see it on posts and comments that's why you need to study so that, that when you are questioned when the time has come that god will give you the proper knowledge and words that you need to hear to have at that right time and moment but you can't have that if you don't study so Let's not just be peddlers of the word. Let's not be hearers of the word. Let's be doers of the word. Let's come to it at a sincere heart so that sweet-smelling aroma that those around us will be affected and they will see Christ within us. Let us pray. Now, Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us every day to be a shining light in this world of darkness. Let us stand true. Let us stand strong. And Lord, let us approach everything out of a pure and sincere heart. Let us serve you with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. Lord, if there's anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide and watch over, protect us this day. Be with us as we're going out and coming in. Be with us as we're going to work and school. And Lord, I pray that you put a holy hedge protection around each and every person. Lord, I do pray for uh, all those who may be battling COVID-related illnesses, uh, those who may be battling cancer. Uh, Lord, those who may just be having a tough time during this holiday season. Lord, I know that this could be a rough time for those who have lost loved ones. And uh, it can be a time of reflection and sorrow. Lord, strengthen them, encourage them, and help them during this difficult time. Be with uh, so many brothers and sisters of Christ within the church who are struggling and needing prayer. And those on social media who have requested prayer for a great many issues. Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. Now, I just wanted to let you all know, uh, uh, Donna says I keep freezing. I'm sorry, Donna. I don't know what's going on with the uh, Internet here. It keeps uh, flashing in and out. I don't know why it's doing that, so I apologize. But uh, anyway, um, I was going to say, oh, this is going to be my last devotion not forever but for uh for the rest of december because there's so much going on uh school's going to be out uh, uh this is going to be the last day for the uh, uh, people going to school and uh so starting uh today this will be the last one but starting the first of not uh, let's see probably the first week of january somewhere in there that's when i'll get back at it again but i want to in 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 regards to the christmas 
vacay uh, that's going on. I want to take a little little break, but uh, Lord willing, first of the year, we're going to hit it hard and start the year off right. So if I don't see you all before uh, Christmas, hope everybody has a very Merry Christmas. Thanks for watching. Thanks for supporting this ministry day after day throughout the year. It means so much. I love seeing uh, so many names popping up uh, each and every day. When I do the devotions, I appreciate uh, your dedication and willing to watch and starting your day off right. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and Lord willing, the first week of January, we'll get back at it hard and strong. Thanks for watching, and oh, and don't forget, uh, Sunday, 1045 a.m., we'll have uh, our regular morning service, but now on 1130 on JHL, we'll be showing our Christmas special, so you want to be sure and record that. So uh, don't forget that, and Sunday evening, online service at 6. I hope everybody has a great day, a blessed day, a wonderful day, a fantabulous day, and remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.